Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pest and Pole Podcast, where today is a beautiful day for two reasons. First, July 1st is when we are recording this. The Red Sox and everyone else are reporting to training camp officially and finally. And second, it is a glorious day for all of us to hate the Mets. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. <laughs> Don't give me that confused face. You know exactly what day it is. Here we go. Here we go. They owed, they owed one man. $5.6 million, and that turned into $28.6 million stretched out over 30 years. Mets, you are doing fantastic. All right, so welcome to the Pescola Podcast. All right, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, bro. It's been a long, long week for both of us. Yeah. But without further ado, let's just get right into it. We appreciate Do you guys. It. We have, well, over the past, I don't know, we've been doing this for four months now. This four months, damn time flies. Like We've that. had yeah. our two families, our Instagram family and our YouTube family, and some of the people that follow us are actual family. But we have two new groups now: Spotify gang. If you're coming from Spotify, hit that follow button and iTunes. We officially got our stuff out on both of those. Make sure you guys are checking out everything, and make sure if you're on Spotify, YouTube, or iTunes, go to the Instagram page and check it out. Right. Give us a follow too. With the shameful plugs out of the way, yeah. first, Red Sox are reporting to camp today. First question: Are we scared that people might get? Because everyone's getting tested today. Are we oh, scared fair. that people are going to get tested and get positive too much to the point where we'll be get scared into calling this off? There's a lot of rumors that I've heard about that. I don't know. So here's the thing. I'm not a huge fan of the testing because the testing merits a lot of uh, concern due to the fact that they can potentially give false positives and false negatives. So I understand where they're coming from with testing everybody. But um, hopefully it doesn't. I mean, I saw something about like Blackman and somebody else on the Rockies who had um, who, who tested positive. But that's definitely something I didn't even really even think about that. Yeah, that's that's the part that leaves me really scared because with a lot of these um, NBA facilities, they're getting tested a lot, and a lot of people are coming out. Uh, I think the last report out of the NBA was three hundred five people got tested, and sixteen were positive, which wow. isn't terrible numbers if you really think about it. But really? that's that's sixteen more positives than you'd want. You know. Yeah, and I also, I don't know if you saw this or not, but I saw, you know, like the NBA, <laughs> there are uh, players who are now deciding not to play. Yes. Like, Wasn't Ryan um, Zimmerman one? Oh, I didn't know about Ryan Zimmerman. I saw. I heard Ian that Desmond, might be false. But Ian Desmond had a big long rant about it, and I was like, dude, you, you can chill out now. Um, was it? Because I know some people are, are opting out because, oh, I have young family at home. That's no. what his was. And he also ha- tried to bring a lot of, like, social political in- issues. And I was like, I don't know where you're getting all that, bro. But <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah, that's about know. how it is. But we have finally baseballs coming back sometime soon. We'll be able to watch some spring training games. They have spring training games, right? I don't Hopefully think they'll so. be able to. I think it's just going to be, like, workouts. Because wh- what teams are they going to play? Yeah, True. I mean, it kind of does suck that we're not going to see, you know, 
We're going to see our famous Red Sox Yankees yeah. matches. We're going to see that eight times, I think. Eight yeah. times over the year. So that's, I'm not, I'm not too mad at that. No, it's no. going to be 10 times. 10 times they're going to face against each other. It's going to be fun. So we're going to see so, them play. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you we're going to see each of them play against their intersectional opponents 10 mm-hmm. times. And I think against the NL East four times each. Which I'm excited about that. Like, you know what I'm really excited about? Out of all of, like, the opening day matchups? Hmm. New York Yankees versus Washington Nationals. That's going to be fun. Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer. That's, That's going to be a really fun, fun game to watch. And yeah, you can so. you already can tell that Ariana College students, we're going to be slammed with college work come September. Until then, for the next two months, we're just riding this out. We're going to be watching so much baseball. That our oh, heads yeah. are probably going to explode. Yeah. We are yeah, so excited. We've been waiting, what, just like everyone else now, nine months since the MLB ended? Oh, and yeah. It's been. Be. Well, I mean, 12 months since, you know, spring training. Not 12 months, 12 weeks. <laughs> it's been a full year. <laughs> I like a full year. So close. Um, yes, it has. Yes, it very much has. So, with So, that, I got something for you. Uh, if, um. So I saw this and I thought that was pretty interesting. So the Red Sox have not held spring training in Massachusetts since 1943, when World War II led the team to work out at Tufts University in Medford. And I also heard that uh, Sam Kennedy, the president of Red Sox, is trying to figure out how they can get players to, because they only have, as of, as of now, they only can play on the you know, Fenway Park field. But they're contacting other um, universities and colleges to see if they can use their like facilities. So who knows? We might see that too. Mm-hmm. But I just thought I'd throw that out there. Which I cool really do appreciate that if college universities could step up and help out the major leagues, because it's already yeah. going to be a tough time for everyone. It's a the tough last time. I heard, the last I heard, they're probably going to end up using the lodge boxes up at the top of Fenway for everyone to stay in a different lodge box or two people per so that's gotcha. gonna be it's gonna be weird because then they're gonna have to call down people at certain times to be like okay now it's outfielders time to practice you know what i mean yeah everyone's it's gonna still gonna stay socially distant like i don't know it seems each sport has their own challenges to this because Definitely. the one sport that's coming back that really has the least amount of issues is hockey which is yeah. weird to say because hockey is such a physical sport, but everyone's already wearing a mask. Everyone's already got gloves on. So, you know, it's not really that bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like you said, everybody's getting affected by this. The NFL, like they're like breaking up, you know, players who are trying to work out together. And <laughs> Tom Brady's like, screw that. I'm I'm going oh, to play with Mike Evans. Yeah. So that's that's basically all I do. So for people who don't know out there, I work nights over the summer. My typical work schedule is 8 p.m. to 5 a.m., which is no bueno. But literally, throughout the time that I'm sitting there working, I just have my headphones on. I got my podcast in. I'm either listening to OMF, Ordway, Merloni, and Fourier, or I'm listening to the Section 10 podcast. Those are my two main ones that I listen to. Section 10 rocks. We love this. They rock. That's, that's a new goal. We have two goals for this podcast. One, get ourselves to the point where we can interview Andrew Benintendi or, or Dustin Petroia. We got you. And the second one is get a host, um, get a show co-hosted with Section 10. 
Yeah, bro, let's do it. Let's, that would uh, be the one thing. The one thing about that is those guys are very. Um, they're not PG like we are. No, but you know what? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> they're they're freaking hilarious. I love every single one of them. Our guys could survive. Our audience could survive one episode. All right. What else we, you got? What else? We've you got? been we've been rambling for too long. <laughs> Next, our scares are over from last week. We have Blaze Jordan officially signing, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stand up, go walk away, and I'm gonna let Ari talk because he's gonna. He's, I am he's... <laughs> so psyched about this, and let me tell you why. <laughs> so, let me pull up. I might not have it right off. I can try to um, think of the top of my head. But, so, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, let's go. We're getting the next Joey Gallo, and I can guarantee it. If this kid keeps up, you know, his contacts and get better, his power is going to just skyrocket. Um, his fielding mm-hmm. might become the next DH for the Red Sox. Who knows? But this is important. The Red Sox gave him a signing bonus. Did you see what the signing bonus was? I did not. All I heard from the $0.75 million. Yep. The, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the average signing bonus for second-round picks He's is $100,000. That's a lot. That's a and lot. That was lot. Reading, about, uh, reading this article, and they were like, you know, uh, the, uh, the, wh- wherever he was going to school, Mississippi, I think, was it Mississippi? Yes, Mississippi yeah. So Mississippi was like, we're going to give you a scholarship. And the Red Sox counted that with like, here's $1.75 million. Come play for us. And he's like, uh, yes, let's do it. Cause, so, cause here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. We know that the NCAA is very, very corrupt. They're screwed up. We all, we all know that it's not. They pay players all the time, mm-hmm. completely illegally. They always pay their players, though the top players. So there's no doubt in my mind they had some incentive for Blaze Jordan just be like, "Hey, come to our school, make us better." You know, there had to be at least some stipulation in there. But there's no way they could match the Red Sox 1.75 million. No. At that point. <laughs> like, I mean, yes, you go get your college education, but you're probably not even going to be there for all four years. Or go get a $1.75 million signing bonus up front. Yeah. And, like, for me, I was thinking to myself, it's like, what are the chances? Like, he's going to go back to school for one year, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's going to go, like, re-enter the draft? You know, like, that's kind of weird. But, but, I mean, the interesting thing is they didn't just – so they gave – obviously, they gave Jordan a signing bonus. They gave Nick York a signing bonus. Wasn't Mm -hmm. anywhere what they gave Jordan. But it was still, like, you know, pretty good. So they paid their draft class really pretty well. Yes. But that's the reason why he fell so far is because no one wanted to take that risk on, oh, he's been committed to a college since he was 13 years old. Yeah. So, you know, it was it was one of those things where they had to take a risk. We mm-hmm. didn't really like the risk. I didn't really like the risk. You didn't like it? I thought he was going to go back to school. After reading that that's article, I true. thought he was going to go back to school. I was ready to say, well, go back to the ground pick. <laughs> but yeah, remember how last, I was thinking myself. No, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Remember sorry, how last episode we were talking about um, should MLB players have to decide before the draft if they should go to college or not? Yeah, we were saying how if he was going to go to college, we would have gotten screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for anyone that follows Instagram, you know that Andrew Benatendi was originally drafted by the Reds. He was not. Yeah. 
was not supposed to be a Red Sox until I said, you know what, Cincinnati, um, goodbye. Yeah, like, yeah. So we've we've been on both ends of the stick, but I I still stand with my opinion. You should make a decision before the draft, and then if you want to get drafted, you know you got to suffer with whatever team. Definitely get to. And you don't even have to agree to a contract, I don't think, right? You don't have to agree to the contract. No, because then they would become unrestricted free agent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because then the MLB. Yeah, I guess that would would actually give the players more freedom. Yeah, (laughs) because I mean, mean, you have discussions with the teams before the draft even starts, obviously. So you could be like, Hey, I'm sorry, but I have no interest in playing for your team. Mm-hmm. And hang up the phone. They won't draft you if you have no interest playing there. That's you know fair. what I mean? Yeah, it's one of those things. All right. Well, we, you gotta have a lot of balls to do that, though. Like, yeah, you gotta have some cojones. Yeah. Right, we've been Definitely. rambling way too much this episode. I'm sorry. Right? I was so excited about that. <laughs> I was, I was jumping for joy in my house. Okay. But... So one of the quicker subjects I have is a um, quick moment of silence for all of our minor league players. I'm sorry, Brendan. Yeah. Like, all yeah, the guys. Bro. But um, also, at the same time, this could be a year. There's a positive, if you look at it the right way. Like, you could look at this as, like, dude, we can also, like, you know, do a ton of cross-treating, make myself a better athlete in general. But, but I mean, you know, talked, yeah, that is pretty... We talked about that, that last episode, like... For us, would we rather spend two hours stretching or two hours in a studio actually doing what we do? You know what I mean? No, it so sucks. It's, it's one of those things that sucks. Like, yeah. I feel really bad for those guys because they've been training their whole life to do it. Some of them are rookies. Like, some yeah. of them are yeah. just getting in. Like, Brendan Salucci has only played two months worth of professional baseball. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. he's got to sit at home all year, which I feel terrible about. So, you know, but, it's... and here's my question. I was thinking about this. So, what happens if the Red Sox, if a player on the Red Sox gets hurt, right? Then they call up somebody. They have a. From where? The That's whole the minor league system is done. So, what do you, right, you remember? expect all the minor leaguers to stay in like shape or something? Yes. They're still under contract. They still need to stay in shape. Remember? Like, but it's also going to be like a ton of, you know, like a mental switch from like working yep. out to, oh, here we go. We can actually play a game now. Yeah. Remember what I said is the MLB made it so you have a – instead of a 40-man, you now have a 60-man. That's true. And I'm pretty That's sure true. the Red Sox put in theirs, and they didn't fill up on guys. I think they only put in like – it was either 47 or 53. I can't remember the number. They really? Didn't Interesting. Because they want to give themselves some flexibility in case there are some free agents later. And a lot of teams are doing that, and that's very smart. Yeah. Big brain. All right. Big but the last thing about minor leagues is um, R.I.P. Pawtucket. R.I.P. They are now moving to Wasta, which. Okay. I don't like the new name. Did you hear the new name? No, but it's I the... do like Wasta because it's no. Kind of I, no. I do like Wasta because you can have, you can say that with a really heavy New England accent and no one's gonna look at you funny. Like Pawtucket, okay. like eh, okay. Okay. I, before, before I say anything, um, any anybody that says Worcester, um, you are no longer a fan. Thank you. Worcester. 
I, you don't know how many people say Worcester, and it's the most annoying thing. Because that's how it's spelled. It's W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R, which in all sense means Worcester. <laughs> but it's Worcester. All right? It's Worcester. All right, so what's the new name then? What's, uh, uh, it's the Worcester Woo Sox. Oh, my gosh! Yep. <laughs> yep. We decided that oh was good. Gosh. We decided that That's was a good lot. idea. <sighs> the Worcester, the Worcester Sox kind of sounds like that's that's pretty New England. Worcester, yeah. but the it's Worcester the Woo Sox. Woo Sox. <laughs> oh jeez. Gosh. I don't know anymore. We're, we traded in the Paw Sox for the Woo Sox. Even the Paw Sox made sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, no, man. I don't like it. I don't I am I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. Mm. No, that's that's mm. weird. So what's the we- like what's their mascot gonna be? I Let me look it up. Let me look I it up now. I don't wanna know. While he's looking that up, I'll just ramble like we've done the yeah, whole Yeah, do it, do it, bro. The whole day. Hey, I I love myself some minor league baseball. And it sucks <laughs> that we couldn't have the revenue to keep it going. <laughs> Ari, what are you doing? I'm just laughing. Oh, jeez. What the heck is this? Put it up on screen. Put it up on... Oh, okay. All right. You want to see that? That's what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's not what... That's not it. That's not what we're doing. That's what's going to be on their hats? Oh, my God. Crap. Oh. Lord help us. Look at this. We need a second to breathe here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, people that aren't watching the video, aka our Spotify and iTunes guys, all right, please, please, please either A, go over to the YouTube channel and check it out. Or B, look up Worcester Woo Socks and just be ashamed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is terrible. This is this is horrible. All right. Um, we need yeah, to cut Spotify, and move on. Spotify and iTunes users, please go watch the YouTube video. It's so much funnier. Okay, give me uh, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Last thing. Last thing is the MLB betting odds. So, with our MLB betting odds, we're last week we talked about championship odds. First team was the Dodgers, second team was the Yankees, which I didn't agree with. And then I think it was Astros, Twins, Braves, Athletics, Mets. Mets. It was eight. I can't remember who eight was. Nine was Tampa Bay, 10 was White Sox. Who was eight? Did I already say athletics? Yeah, I said athletics. I can't remember. Eighth team. I apologize. But we we went off on Joe because that was a terrible list. Joe! Stop it. Get your stuff together. <laughs> All right. But the MLB betting odds for wins. Okay. And we're just going to go through this. We're just going to say over or under. Okay? Okay, cool. So Yankees at 37 and a half. Over or under? 
out of 60 games? Out of 60 games. So does that mean that they're going to be winning 36 and then... That means they're going to be... That means you have to pick, are they going to win 37 or less or 38 or more? 37? I'm saying saying they're going over. I'm I'm saying over. That's pretty low. That's pretty... Like, like, I know we're Sox fans. Yankees are good, though. They're a good team. We we have to admit it. Um, That's pretty... uh, Yeah, that's low for me. That's really low. Rays at 34. That's low 34 and a half. 34 and a half. I'm taking the under on that one. Really? I don't see too much coming out of the the race this year. So here's my thing. When I say over, I'm talking like one game. Not by much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Understandable. Red Sox at 31 and a half. Nah. So they're thinking this is going to be a barely 500 team. And I would like to quote the Section 10 podcast when they said the Red Sox could wake up in the morning and get 45 wins. All right, I'm not thinking we're going to get 45, but I'm going to say we're going to hit 37, 38. So I'm definitely taking the the 31 and a half. Nah, that's low, bro. I would say I would say a solid 30 Is 36 too high? No. no? I said 37, 38. Yeah. So, right. Blue right. Jays at 28 and a half. I'm saying Blue Jays are 500 even. I, I like their they're team. Good. They're young. They're strong. Yeah. And those young teams are definitely going to have an advantage in the first part of the season. Because they're going to be pumped up. They're going to be ready to go. So, those well, three. Also you, have to, you have to also consider the fact. They got Hanjin Ryu. Right? Hunter, what's, what's his name? Yeah. They have Hunter, what's his name? If you so, don't know that, go back to episode one. So, Beam right off the that bat. immediately is going to help their pitching staff. Their pitching yes. staff isn't crazy, but that's going to help, you know? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think they have some other guys, but you're right. They're a young team, and I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. The combination of Vladimir Guerrero, Bichette, and their second baseman, whose name I can never remember. Do you remember it? Kevin Biggio. Kevin Biggio. Come on, Biggio. That's it. Yep. So, those three are really going to come out of the gate swinging hot. And it wouldn't surprise me if in the first 13 games of the season, this team goes 10-3, and 9-4, and four, mm-hmm. and we're going to be like, this is the race we're talking about. Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Talking about the Blue Shut Jays, up. Bro. I don't want to talk about it. All right. Okay. This is the Blue Jays we're talking about. You know, this team's supposed to go, and then they're going to definitely cool off. So, I'm saying. Yeah, that, I think so, too. But also, here's something that I was thinking about before you talk about the Orioles, if you even want to talk about the Orioles. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thing. When you have a normal 162-game season, the first month of the season, the first two months of the season, it takes teams a while to heat up. Yes. But also, at the same time, they're starting in April, right? We're now we're going to be starting in July. July. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting. It's just going to be really interesting to see how these teams are going to, you know, it, which teams are going to heat up. Because the Yankees are notorious for like waking up late and be like, oh, oh, we're good. We got it. Sorry. Oh, oh, like, okay. Oh, we're actually playing okay. baseball now. Yeah, literally. They're like, they're like so it's going to be a version of Babe Ruth. Yeah. He yeah. basically just wake up hungover, pitch. Three hours later, and pitch a no hitter. What a legend! Yes, 
But that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, it's going to be really interesting to see how these teams are going to heat up. Because you're totally right. The Blue Jays could literally be like a complete surprise and be like, oh, yeah, we're like for the first two weeks of the season. By the way, if you haven't noticed, we're in first place or the Rays. You know, Mm -hmm. I think the Yankees are I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say this right now. I think the Yankees are not going to be. I don't know if I want to say this because it probably won't happen. But I, 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 don't, I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees were not in first, like first or second, if they were lower, like third. You know, that's all I got to really? say. I think so because they're they're going to have. They're winning, no doubt. Unless, unless definitely they... they're winning the division, but I don't think they're going to be starting out the season right on top. Yeah, I can that's, see I, that. That's what, I guess that's what I'm saying. Okay, finally, the Orioles. <laughs> Over under. Moment of at, silence. Over under at twenty two and a half. <laughs> I would say. Okay, they don't have Mancini. I would say under. They don't have VR either. They don't have VR. They got nobody. They I'm have. Kidding. Who do they have? They have Michael Givens. They have John Means. Okay, so let's let's look at this, and I want to look at this from like a true standpoint. Yeah. For just a second before we end the episode. Before, before we go to our favorite part of the episode, I should say. Which I already know, because it's kind of obvious this time, what our takes is going to be. So, the Orioles... Nine, maybe? I'm going nine wins throughout the year. I'm saying, because if we look at it, they have to face against the Blue Jays. Much better team. Rays, much better team. Red Sox, don't even talk about it. And Orioles versus Yankees... The average score is going to be 17 to 3. All right. Also, if you haven't noticed, last year, Glaber Torres just completely mopped the floor with the Orioles. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm not going to say nine. I'm going to say they're not making 20 wins. You'll say sub 20. All right. Sub 20. Yeah. I, I could be it. wrong. Who knows? This also could yep. be a year where you see a ton of players like, I, I can't even remember, like, you know, Half decent players, you know, kind of step it up a little bit. Who knows? Because they don't have Mancini, the big power source, you know. What are we gonna see? Chris Davis then? No, we're not gonna see Chris Davis. Chris Davis should retire. Yes. Davis should retire. <laughs> he made his money. But he No, nah, he didn't really make the money. The contract yeah. they gave him was a generous complete. to say the least. But it's not as bad as the Mets. Bobby not as... <laughs> Gosh. All right. Yeah. So let's get into Ari's takes. Let's talk about what we gotta talk about. We already know right. what it is. You already know what it is. You already know what it is. This week, Patriots signed Cam Newton, and I was like, "Whoa!" All right. I see. And you, you remember what I said when we were talking about? Um, I think it was. We were talking about Stidham. I, and, yeah, uh, we're talking about the Patriots and how they were going to be. Yeah. I think this was episode 15 or 16. Like last remember. episode, I think, yeah. No, last episode we no. talked about the Madden 21 cover. Two, yeah. two episodes ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I wanted Jameis, to be completely honest with everyone out there. 25-year-old quarterback who has an arm, just needs to hone in the interceptions. Because if we had Jameis who had that same year that he did last year, but 10 interceptions, all pro player. That's fair. Right? Pro Bowl guy. So, with Cam, I think the same thing could potentially happen. You've yeah. coached greatest Bill Belichick, who's proven that he's one the greatest coach of all time. Mm-hmm. The greatest. Definitely. So, you need to take 
that into effect with having Cam Newton, who's been stuck with Ron Rivera, who's not a bad coach, but is nowhere near the level of Bill Belichick. And I think he's really going to elevate his point, his play, not to the point of his MVP season, but pretty damn close. So here's my thing. So, yeah, you're right. Cam was kind of stuck there because he had no receiving core. So he kind of mm-hmm. had to learn how to run the ball himself. Yep. So, first of all, I think he's not going to run as much because he's older. I wouldn't be surprised if he runs, but I don't think he's anywhere tip-top shape where he was. MVP season. But I think, I mean, he's going to have a way better receiving core. <laughs> you know, he's going to have Edelman, who's a complete beast. Eh, not really. That's all we got is Edelman. Sanu no, we have sucks. Sanu, who's actually slimmed down, I've heard, and could potentially be better. Um, I was talking to one of my pa- uh, the Patriots fan who was like, I actually like the odds and was like breaking it down. You have some people, you know, mm-hmm. um, we could see, you know, we could, yeah, I'm going to give him a shot. I mean, who knows? Um, but he looks good in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the uniform. I saw a picture yes. of him in all white and I was like, yes, those uniforms look nice on him. Put a picture. And I feel I feel bad. I'll put a picture in editing, but I feel bad for him because Carolina gave up on him. You know, and I got yeah. a buddy who I went to college with down in New Jersey, and he was just like we were talking about it the other day, and he's like, I I hate it because he's a Carolina fan, yeah, and he's been a Cam Newton fan ever since Cam's been in college, yeah. So he's like, I hate to see him go, but Carolina did give up on him. It was kind Carolina of a slap just, in the face, to be honest, because it's it like was, oh, yeah. Sorry, Cam, you're going to leave. But we're going to take Teddy Bridgewater, who's like, who's Teddy Bridgewater. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, 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 I'm kind of happy for, for Newton because it's like, okay, you know what? You just got completely slapped in the face. Here, go to the Patriots with the best yep. coach and the best defense, not the best offense. But, yeah. you know, it's an upgrade like over Stidham. Yeah. I still would like to see Stidham, you know, play a little bit just to see that he can show, you know, a little yeah. bit. But who knows? Work, work yourself, basically, because this deal is very, very small. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, and he's going to want to. He's going to want to work for that. Basically, the same thing Ryan Tannehill did. Went to yeah. a team for very little money, and then yeah. got signed to 117 million. That's what he's going to be looking for. So it wouldn't surprise me if we only have Cam Newton for one year. Yeah, and then we no, go draft like, the quick QB. Yeah, well, I'm rich here. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> nah, they can't tank that far. I don't know. I've been like, that would be cool to see, but they definitely have. If they don't pick a quarterback next year in the draft, I'm gonna seriously question. You know. Yeah. Right. I was expecting them to take a quarterback this year, but it didn't. All right. So I'm not sure how long this episode's gonna be. It's probably gonna be longer, mainly because we just aired and talked forever. Short. I'm looking yeah. at the time here, it's pretty short. If I had to guess, it's going to be around 34 minutes. So, with that being said, roll that out to music. Thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate every single one of you. We will see you guys next time. Peace.